Hello, welcome my friends to Lonica Talks USA, an English live chat today. So we're going to talk about everything in English, about what's going on in the USA and of course the impeachment trial that has been going on for, this is the second day and uh, the TV is on but the standard stands in recess subject to the call of the chair so that's what it says so you have a little bit of time to talk to us and uh, you can leave your comments in the live chat you can influence our chat today if you uh, leave your comments and questions there and of course the super chats get pri priority i will definitely um, discuss those we're in new york city it's cold it's been snowing i think uh, we'll have another snowstorm next i think tomorrow and it's just, you know, these days, it's fun if it's a beautiful white day with the snow, snow, but the days afterwards, it's just cold and everything is like ugly and dirty. And But we have to just get through it because we know after winter, get uh, we have the spring. And the spring is always a time where we can relax and be like, oh, the days are getting longer. We get some more sun and uh, I cannot wait for that. I don't know how you feel. I hope you're feeling okay wherever you are. We have people from all over the world always joining us. Um, I see my uh, my uh, my my loyal supporters, Hugo, Elia. Hello, welcome. I see a few new faces, which is great. And let's get down to business. We have the impeachment trial going on right now. And yesterday was the first day and there was one vote. They voted to see if the proceedings were constitutional. And that was done by a majority, of course, because normally in the Senate, if something is voted on, just a majority is usually enough. But for to get a president out of um, office, you need two-thirds majority. So yesterday's vote was very interesting. How many people voted that this was constitutional and how many voted that it was unconstitutional? Well, 44 Republican senators voted that it was unconstitutional. That means that uh, the others, including um, yeah, 56 of them, they um, said it was constitutional. So of course it goes on, it moves on. But if you know that you need two-thirds majority to, to impeach or to convict President Trump, I don't think those senators that voted that it was unconstitutional are going to then say, you know what, we think it's unconstitutional, but we're going to still vote for him to be uh, convicted. Um, that means that this is kind of like a show process, what we're seeing. And, of course, I saw some amazing theater already. We just had uh, Representative Madeleine Dean she was crying. Um, so some say that it was fake tears. Others say, oh, I feel you. It was so traumatic. Well, everybody that has gone through a traumatic experience, they all they all um, experience it a different way. But um, so maybe it was real that she's feeling that. But it is really, they're trying to pull everything, you know, to get people that are watching to think that this is um, President Trump is at fault of everything and he's the worst and he needs to be convicted and he incited this insurrection. And I don't know how you feel, but many people feel, first of all, that it it's unconstitutional to um, get a president that's out of office convicted in the Senate, that there's a trial. 
because he's already out of office and that's what it says in the constitution and there were discussions yesterday between the different lawyers the lawyers of trump and the others um what was in the constitution how you explain it but for me it just feels like they're so angry at president trump they're so mad they 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 doesn't really matter they will explain one sentence in their own benefit or what benefits them because they want him to never run again and he wants he has to go away and all his supporters have to stop supporting him they have to stop believing this this is a whole kind of a war on ideology they will not accept that people still stand by stand with trump and also yesterday they showed a video already about what happened and there were some new video clips maybe you've seen it of inside some didn't some things didn't look pretty and other things were um they yeah yeah there were some new things but also it was a little bit edited and i think it wasn't the best editing in the whole world but people that have followed it closely why did they did not show that president trump said we'll we're going to peacefully and patriotically march to the capital like those are important things if you feel like you have nothing to hide and you're on the right side and president trump is the worst why don't you show everything so because they don't show that, it makes it sound like, you know, why are they hiding that? Why do, why didn't they do the full thing? Why is it all edited? But um, I'm happy that it's discussed. It's another Trump show. For Trump, there's nothing, there's no such thing as bad publicity. And he's still in the news cycle. And as long as he's in the news cycle, people are going to still be either against Trump or actually uh, they have they have more um, they feel more supported and more support for Trump so I think if you want Trump to be out of the news cycle and you don't want anybody to support him anymore and you want him to go away you shouldn't spend time talking about him like you do like you make him such an important person such an important figure like he is above everything and you are it many of them seem scared we also saw ted leo i don't even know how you pronounce that but um you know with a familiar face Joaquin castro was talking we saw yesterday so that was today already um yesterday we saw the lawyers of trump i didn't think they were particularly great but then again if you already look at it as an unconstitutional process um, you don't really care because Trump, they think Trump will be acquitted anyway. And it's looking like that. But, you know, you never know until the end because there's always surprises. But um, just like the reason I'm saying that is if you remember January 6th, there were some senator, um, uh, senators that were um, saying they were going to object to the electoral college votes. And because of the insurrection, they suddenly changed their mind. Like Kelly Loeffler, who's out of the Senate right now, and people feel that's good riddance. She lost her, her um, race. That was a day before the January 6th. But there were a few people that changed their minds. But if it's about the Constitution and something happens, then I still think you should follow the Constitution. If you still feel like you're constituents the people that support that you represent feel like it's unconstitutional why do you suddenly change your mind that's why we see a lot of things happening also um yesterday we saw 
that one, um, uh, I believe it was Senator Cassidy who changed his vote. He voted that it was constitutional. But a few years ago, when uh, a few years ago, a few weeks ago or days ago, I don't know how long ago it was, but Rand Paul asked for a vote to talk about if this was constitutional. It was the same vote kind of like yesterday. And there were 46 senators, 45 senators, one more. So Cassidy voted with that group. Um, so then his constituents were upset with him, with Cassidy, that uh, he voted uh, that it was constitutional. And you see more now with people that are voting against the will of the constituents that they're speaking up and a lot of people are doing whatever they can within their county or community or uh, the, rep the for representatives like Liz Cheney, she was censored. Uh, Doug Ducey, I believe. Now they want, you know, Cassidy, they're doing something. Ben, ben Sass, Sassy or Sass, they, um, he's censored. So everybody, there's still a lot of activity of things that they normally wouldn't do. And you see that happening, that uh, from the within the country, people are speaking up. They're standing up. They're saying, listen, you, have, you cannot do this. You're doing this on your own. This is not how we feel. You're re representing us. And they're speaking up. And the trial is being presided. Someone asked that um, by a Democrat. So normally it should have been the Chief Justice, Roberts. But he decided he didn't want to do it. So that's already weird. So there's someone sitting, you know, presiding over this. And it's a Democrat. So this is a Democrat show. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Trump is getting more attention. Trump is going to be more popular because of this. Because they're all attacking him. Also, we know that now that many things we knew was the truth on January 6th and January 7th. We now know that the truth was really different. And apparently on January 3rd, the people at the Capitol, the police was already warned that there were some uh, planned insurrection things gonna that were going to happen during President Trump's speech. And they didn't prepare for it. And the former Capitol Police chief that he resigned after the, the attack... He wrote a letter to Nancy Pelosi, and um, his name is Stephen Sund. And he wrote, wrote a detailed letter addressing the House Speaker to talk about this, and that the department, the police department, did not fail, but they, they didn't expect this uh, group of well-coordinated and well-equipped violent criminals to attack law enforcement at the Capitol building. And basically... This was what, what the FBI people saying is that it's already uh, was planned and that um, that the National Guard was not even sworn in on the Capitol grounds about four and a half hours after this police officers requested them to come. And the, they didn't... A January 3rd, an internal intelligence assessment showed that members of the Proud Boys, white supremacist groups, Antifa, and other extremist groups were expected to participate. So it seems like they knew that this was coming, and they didn't do anything. They didn't put protection, and I, I mean, they added, they didn't add protection. And what we also saw is this video that I sent to Dirk. I don't know if you can scroll down in the Twitter feed, or I send it to you, but it's a video of this Trump supporter that is um, um so yeah this is an article on fox news that that 
Dirk is showing. But there was also a video of this Trump supporter that asked the local police that was there, like, why don't you do anything? Why are you just standing there? This is the capital. This is, this is you know, violence. And that made me realize that, that many people were, they didn't think, they didn't understand what was going on. Dirk, if you cannot find it, it's fine. Say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. Yes. So this is the midday. It's Wednesday. So we are just doing a quick update for you. And um, But there's much more coming out about what happened this January 6th. But if they already knew that something was happening, then they cannot blame the speech of Trump to say we ins- he incited an insurrection because he said, I'm going to peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol. That's what he asked everybody to do. And uh, but now they're changing the story a little bit. They they now show video clips of what he did and what he said before. He was never going to accept the the election results. Well, obviously Biden is in office right now, so he did it eventually. There's nothing I think written that says that you need a certain time to uh, get out of the office. He left. So what are they saying? He just he was never the dictator that they all said he was going to be. And um, he just left the office. But there is, um, they are showing these videos that there was a lot going on. And um, we, that that Trump already, you know, had this rhetoric that he spoke a certain way before. So that's why this was inciting violence and inciting the insurrection. So they're already stretching it. But if you l- actually look at the Democrats, what they have said uh, about Trump, and even before he got into office, there was already talk about impeaching him. And they tried. This is the second time. They tried three years uh, a year ago, and now again. Um, in my opinion, they're cheapening the impeachment process. This has been never done. Never has any president been tried to for causing an insurrection. Um, I don't think it's going anywhere. And yeah, what happens afterwards? Uh, are they going to um, be okay? Uh, are they going to suffer from more Trump derangement syndrome? Because we also heard that Twitter is never going to give President Trump his account back, even if he runs again. So he's banned for life. That's what America has come to, that uh, you ban people you don't like because of speech. And anything he says is seen to the left as uh, inciting violence. But then what the Democrats are saying is never inciting violence, even though they're actually saying, if you push, if you see someone from the Trump administration, you have to push back on them, like Maxine Waters said. There's a video of that. And um, so, yeah, Trump is not going to be on Twitter anymore, but there's Gab, and he's welcome there. We also heard about Parler, that it's going to be back soon. People are developing new platforms, I'm sh- or maybe he's going to do his own platform. I think he will be fine. And if the Democrats think that the Trump America first policies are going to go away, they have to wake up to this dream. They have to learn to live in peace together with their neighbors, because the half of the country supports Trump and not even support, they love him. So if you, it doesn't matter how much is in the media and how much there is crazy things in the, in the, you know, that they're saying about him, people are starting to wake up and they have their own sources. They listen to live press conferences. They've listened to interviews. They make up their own mind. And 
I, I think in a way the propaganda machine, maybe for a part of America, is still very strong. But you also see that a big part is not listening to it anymore. And that's what you saw with more people voting for Trump this cycle than last cycle, that despite all the things they said about him, racist, Nazi, uh, bigots, everything you could think of that is bad, still millions and millions and millions of people voted for him. And you cannot just say, and you cannot just dismiss them. You have to understand them or learn to understand them and um, see where they're coming from because they're, they are from all walks of life. They are um, all different backgrounds. Um, all colors are represented. All genders are represented. Gay, straight, transgender. You also see they just have a different vision for America, which is more America first and strengthening America. And then maybe do a deal with the, with other countries. But America, you know, you love your American friends and family first. Um, you also see that that group is still growing. And um, they are also from all different backgrounds when it comes to education. There are people that are just, you know, have the jobs that keep America running. Um like from the, there's also one thing that's that Joe Biden is doing. He wants to totally transition with his climate deal and everything to uh, green energy. But for instance, now it's snowing and all these solar panels and windmills, they cannot function. So if you are relying on this green energy, you're probably sitting in the cold right now because the gas and oil industry is what keeping America and all over the world warm right now. So uh, you have to be realistic. And the people that are working in those um, um, jobs and also from the baker, the mailman, the you know the jobs that really make a difference... They support Trump, but also highly educated professors. But most of them, they cannot say it out loud because, you know, the education system in America is pretty indoctrinated. Only one thought process is allowed. They, like four years ago here at NYU, they had all these um, uh, spaces for people to come and uh, no judgment zones where they could cry because they were so sad that Trump won. I saw all the pamphlets about uh, another get-together talking about socialism and the rise of the Trump you know, what was it like Nazism. It's like everything you think of it that is bad is being discussed as that he's the enemy. I saw all the protests with uh, they would make the number 45 into a Nazi sign. Um, Anyway, you don't see that right now because Trump supporters are like, okay, this is the situation. Let's move on with our lives. But we learn a lot from this. This is also something I want to talk about in a little bit. Um, we learn from this. And a lot of interesting things are happening, which gives me faith in the future and in my fellow Americans that there is a bright future ahead. Uh, but we are woken up. We see Trump has exposed what is happening in politics, who's in charge what is happening and that you cannot just sit back and do your job and think that's it and we just go on vacation and I get my paycheck but you have to actually be involved to protect your community and to maybe run for office I have heard so many people that are so fed up and are like you know what I'm I want to run for office I'm like yes you should be motivated by, by what happened because the other side the left people that are so happy with Biden in office they have done so much to 
unite and to campaign and they change laws. I mean, this Time article that I shared last video um, shows everything that Time magazine was actually bragging about the amount of efforts that the whole left side has put into, you know, making this result happen. And it's not the end because February 19th, we have the Supreme Court that will say um, they will probably hopefully talk about these cases that are outstanding, including uh, Sidney Powell against Michigan and Kelly against Pennsylvania versus Pennsylvania and Linwood versus what was the other one? Arizona, Georgia, Georgia. So, and there's still a lot of outstanding court cases that Trump filed uh, in other places. Also, when people say that they he, that he lost all cases, that is not true because there were many dismissed, so no evidence was even discussed. But the ones that are going forward, two thirds of them he won. I shared also in my last video of, a, of you know talk about this. I see I look much bigger today, but I'm wearing Dirk's sweater, and this is my cancel. This is the cancel cancel culture sweater. So if you like to support my work, you can go to the link below. Uh, I have a lot of sweaters and t-shirts, and this is the size M medium for men. Uh, so obviously it's too big for me. I think women. Um, yeah, my size there, it's small is fine, but, um, some people like the boyfriend look, you know, where you just wear your, or in my case, husband's clothes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I wanted to uh, wear it today cause it was, it's quite comfortable, but let's go back to the, the, the story. There's a, there's a lot happening. We learning that we need to unite. And, and if you love America, you have to stand up for it. You don't have to fight like physically fight, but be smart and understand where, you know, the way you spend your money is going to make a difference. The way you vote, the way you are active within your community. And that's what Americans are, uh, realize. That's what I see. What you see now, I said that I keep Every video, I want to also share with you the, the things that I see that are developing. And one of the things is that I see a huge increase in conservative musicians, artists that are doing well, that are New York Times bestsellers or uh, Apple iTunes leading the charts. Um, I said Tom McDonald, the rapper, but also um, there's this woman, you've probably seen her wearing these uh, amazing dresses joy villa and she wore this mega dress to one uh, uh what was it premiere and since that moment she's been wearing mega dresses all the time every time something different like a one was a wall and one was make america great again but she has a website and maybe Dirk can show it but that is um um, she has a book out called kick-ass conservative and i know that some people they want to read more books and we know that you know Obama and all these people, they'll come out with books. And I heard Hunter Biden's coming out with a book. But Joy Villa, she has a website with, um, she has a, a new book out called Kick-Ass Conservative. And she apparently is a New York Times bestseller already. So that's the next book I'm going to read. But she is an artist and a singer and an actress. And she's been showing like what I do. She's doing live streams as well. And she's also going on the street showing what she sees. The homelessness in LA. I think she moved somewhere else. Um, to me, she's an inspiration because she's like, 
we all have to be the same. We have to have the same. We have to support the Democrats and we cannot have more conservative beliefs. But I started doing my own thing. I just wanted to be myself and I can appreciate that, that you're a free thinker and not just following what everybody's expecting you to do. So I'm definitely going to, yeah, that's the next book I am purchasing. And it's just good that to support people that believe you're or have the same view on life or that inspire you. And that's what I see happening in America, that there are more people that have, that are showing, um, yeah, that, that they're individuals, that everybody is unique. And it's not only your look or your gender or your, um, your ethnicity or background, um, if you're disabled or not, it's also your brain. We can have different opinions and different thoughts, and that should be okay. That's freedom of expression, freedom of speech. But in this day and age, you're being censored or canceled if you do not speak the same language, and it's very dangerous. That's why I have the cancel cancel culture movement, and more and more people are joining. And again, that's also for people that are, um, you know, in a way, cancel cancel culture stands for. We're going to cancel the whole cancel culture. Like we don't want to cancel anybody for their opinion, but it could also be, we're going to cancel that whole culture. Like the people that are doing this to us, we're going to play the same games and give them a piece of their own cookie. As we say, no, we're going to give them a cookie of their own dough. That's the saying in Dutch. Yes. We're going to give them a cookie of their own dough. Um, so, yeah, and I also see that that uh, there's interesting people that are coming out. It's like uh, I see someone talking about Candace Owens. Candace Owens is uh, also someone that I really find interesting. She is a little Joy Villa is a little more relaxed, and Candace Owens is very strong. But you know, you need a strong woman uh, in the top. Uh, uh, I think that's uh, actually what we need because many people will, you know. Um, yeah, we you need to be very convincing and very strong in your beliefs. Otherwise, you cannot run for office because it's cutthroat and people are mean. So I think she would be perfect for that. And she also is an African-American woman. And um, she doesn't believe this whole Black Lives Matter thing. She doesn't believe, um, you know, this whole narrative. And some people that have, for instance, that live in other countries like the Netherlands, they think that Black Lives Matter, all African-Americans, all black people believe that. And then when I tell them, no, there's so many that don't, they they do not actually think it's racist. They're like shocked. And then when I talk about these amazing women, they are shocked because that's what the the, the newspaper and the media tells them, that all black people, and they're also um, having a very hard time in America. You cannot achieve anything. But... I tell them, for instance, Soho right now, over the past months, we see so many people shopping at the expensive stores. And when I tell them that, or when I show a video, they're like, okay, but we only hear in the Netherlands that African-Americans are doing poorly in America and that they're very suppressed. I'm like, no, they're not. And it's all about how you perceive things yourself. If you feel suppressed, you... Yeah, you can say that. But if you feel like you are uh, doing well and you are your own person, you can fight for you know your own future, which everybody should do, 
then you are going to do well and you are um you can achieve a lot obama is a is an example uh, tyler perry um billionaire oprah winfrey she's very rich they're all very rich and to say that you cannot achieve anything i think it's very degrading that that that's uh, that whole philosophy to me in America. What's so great about America is that it doesn't matter who you are, uh, what background. For me, Ben Carson is like the number one example. He was uh, he grew up in social housing. His mother had three jobs, so he was set up not in the best way. But he ended up being a brain surgeon, and he ended up separating Siamese twins. So, and then he became. Um, in charge of the housing department under president trump so to me those people are inspiration just in general but they're also african-american so that those people should have uh be be the 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 people to look up to for the youth i think they all listen to trump because he said if people say you cannot do it use it as nothing more than motivation yeah and they made it happen it's beautiful and um, Ben Carson, yeah. And uh, then I see, for instance, who is leading the charge right now is Cardi B. And that's what the youth looks up to. And I believe that the conservative movements, they do not like it that kids grow up, you know, and teach and learning from, from certain people that you have to be sexualized. And it's all about sex. And the, the language in certain songs is, you know... I don't know what parent wants their children to talk that way, but that's just what the reality is. And I wish that that kids would look up more towards even Michelle Obama or um, except that she always talks about race and she's actually making it very about race all the time, which I think is actually putting oil on the fire. But still, she's the first lady and, well, maybe she's not, the best example because I kind of want women to be successful on their own and not because a man is, you know, getting them somewhere. So then in that case, I would say Oprah Winfrey. Um, Well, as a man, Barack Obama, of course, is also interesting, but there's a lot of African-American women that are doing really well and men and so that whole Black Lives Matter is just, it's caused so many deaths here, so much violence over the past year that I totally understand these conservatives that are saying, you know what, it's you shouldn't talk about race, you shouldn't look at each other because of the color, but just see everybody as American. And that's basically the difference. But if you talk to the people here in the neighborhood, because we have people from all different walks of life here in the neighborhood, um, but they, they also say, that the media try tries to give a twist to it, but a lot of African American people here and they're in the weekends they go shopping here and it's packed. And, and if you talk to them, they they just say it's a choice, and uh, they, they they drive the most insane cars. They come up with Bentleys, Rolls Royce, everything you can imagine is in the street, and they say it's a choice. And uh, a lot of them are in music, they're entrepreneurs. There's opportunity everywhere. Yeah. You just have to believe in it. Yeah, it definitely changed. So from Chinese and Asian uh, tourists here, you see in the weekends, you see everybody from 
Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, they all come here to shop. And uh, it's definitely a change of scenery. We also have, like I said, more robberies with some people that don't want to just wait in line to buy stuff, but they actually want to just take it. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of changes here in the in neighborhood. But so we have the impeachment and we know that the past year was all about ideology and propaganda and making people think a certain way. And a lot of them, also friends of mine that were persuaded to do certain things, it's kind of like a... Um, a way to influence their behavior by putting these black squares on Instagram. And um, it was interesting to see who fell for that. But you also see that this is not going to be the end for them. We're going to see people talking and thinking a certain way. Even if the impeachment is over and Trump is acquitted, we will see things... Um, change of behavior and they want you to change the way you think it's continuing in america for instance i saw this newspaper article today about a hospital wants to be more trans friendly so we cannot talk about breast milk anymore we have to talk about human milk or chest milk and so they want you to change your behavior the words you use if you go to a hospital now I'm in New York City, which is the bluest of the bluest place, wants to be so diverse and inclusive. So when you go to a hospital and you have to fill out your form, it starts first with a whole page like, okay, what's your name? What's your gender? What is your preferred gender? What's your preferred pronoun? How do you want us to address you? Uh, It's like, I'm like, there's so much you have to go through before you actually get to uh, do you have any illness? Do you ha- take any medication? But it's actually dangerous because they they you have to indicate if you were born male or female. If you now identify as male or female, imagine that you th- you did such a good job that nobody recognizes you as either as the sex you were born with, yeah. and they start treating you and they do it wrong. Who who's who's gonna pay for that? Yeah, yeah. So. I think some people, I always say some people want to live in fantasy land and some people want to live in reality. That's the difference. But also you can live your life. I'm also thinking that you can live your life any way you want. And if you're a good person, doesn't matter what you look like, uh, what you want to be. Um, as long as you are not a criminal and treat people okay, then, you know, that's fine. But you have to, you cannot... Uh, forget about reality and it's it's also for your best interest and for the people around you we all need to know the facts so um that's what's also happening you also see now that that uh, because of joe biden he's been like crazy going within three weeks 52 executive orders which is the most ever and he says yeah some of them were to uh, undo bad policies of president trump but some of them are just People are furious, including these these um, these uh, athletes in school, athletes uh, unions and and uh, teams that now have to let transgender people um, play in women's sports. Which then you can say, yeah, but they want to be a woman and they have gone through treatment. But then why are there? women's sports and men's sports why isn't it all the same it's because there's a difference of that's what they say there's a difference of uh, strength between these people between men and a woman so 
if a transgender woman is uh, competing against born women, then that they would have an advantage because they have stronger muscles, more testosterone, whatever. And they even with treatment that you cannot really, the advantage is not, that's what they say now. So there's going to be lawsuits and stuff against that executive order. But it's really, it's really interesting to see this development because people that never thought they had to fight for their own rights, these women's rights, it's also, we always talk about women's rights, but they feel like, why are they all taking these women's rights away? Because they are now um, so many people. I saw this, uh, this um, what is it? WWE fighter. He was... Uh, WWF. F fighter. He's oh, e- oh, this is an E. Okay. Yeah, he's transgendering. He's like changing his gender. He used to be like... He had, was really muscular, like a true man, like really muscular, hairy, and everything. And he was fighting with these... What? Hairy? Yeah, he was just... At, he was very hairy. He had like long hair, beard, everything. Okay. He was very hairy. And now he wants to be a woman. And I like, okay, but it's just... Is he ever going to compete again? That's what people questioning. And it's just... This is... I'm just telling you what is happening, you know? It's for a lot of people shocking, like they thought they would never have to think about these things. But you see that certain original feminists that wanted to fight for women, they are now like, why are men coming into our area and taking over? Like they feel like they have to fight again. And yeah, so many people feel like I have to now speak out on how I feel which is a tough subject because you also still appreciate people the way they are. But if you're a woman, you cannot play in a man's league. That's just how they do it. Like, but maybe there should be a separate league or maybe we should all put everything together now and just, you know, have mixed teams always. I mean, in equestrian sports, we, you only can ride one person on one horse, but um, we or that's the only sports in the Olympics that, I think I remember that has uh, men and women competing against each other. So it's interesting to see that um, that is what's happening. My, so my theory is that a lot of people probably do it for the right reasons or they believe they do it for the right reasons. But a lot of people, especially celebrities or failing celebrities, they are used to the attention. They get a lot of attention and all of a sudden they don't get that same amount of attention anymore and they miss it. And this is sort of the last straw. Like if I transition to a woman, maybe I get that attention again because they, they are apparently very needy for it. And also um, something you don't hear much about is that there's actually a lot of people that have transitions and they are not happy and they either want to transition back or they have suicidal thoughts. These are all serious things. But you see in America that everything needs to be okay these days. Um, even a young boy that is being talked or girl saying, would you like boy stuff? Yes. Yeah, that means you're a boy. That's okay, but that means you're a boy. And I'm like, my sister, for instance, was a tomboy when she grew up. And she was always climbing on everything. And like she was on staircases and she was on top of everything and she was always and she never got into trouble but she was climbing trees she was like very much into boy stuff but she has three beautiful kids and she's a beautiful woman now so i think 
kids should decide for themselves at a certain age. But it's already very trendy these days. If you see how many celebrities that have transgender kids, um, it is happening in America. It's the, the so everything is changing. Everything needs to be okay, except when you have different opinion that is not okay but everything else physically is okay you see dolls that are wearing like kids toys that are wearing suggestive clothes you see uh, on tv you see movies that kids kids are being taught that that is all okay and um the people that are conservatives they don't think it's okay and that's kind of a difference we also see so on one side we have this whole cultural thing that's changing in america which is really big deal also the racism racism card is being pulled all the time if you don't agree with someone it's racism it's getting boring for a lot of people um i saw one disturbing article about a white child that was was adopted by a black family and the child died because of abuse and if this was the other way around it would have been all over the news already but because it's it is in the news it's in a daily mail but there's no outrage it's not like george floyd that people go on the streets but you i was just thinking like imagine this was the other way around how this was this was going to cause riots again and that's just the society we live in these days that it's very um yeah unfortunately everything is uh with um no they're not treating people equally and uh, outrage is not equal and it's just causing a lot of trouble but hopefully people are starting to stay sane and be like okay this is crazy we have to treat everybody based on their actions and treat them the same um but yeah it's just um really weird that george floyd got all this outrage and then little kids that are being killed and also uh, other kids that were being killed with this gun violence that was unnecessary young four or five year old kids that were just walking the streets in new york with their family that were gunned down in the streets and they don't even get a um a protest so yeah, it's a very hard time to be in America. People are just trying to move on and just live their lives. But there's a lot of push from a small group, I think, to change everything and everything we perceived as normal to change it totally. And it's making people go crazy and like feel like they're that that the world is crazy and they have no grip on anything. Um yeah, it's also probably going to cause many people with uh, substance abuse and uh, bad thoughts. It's really terrible situation. The other thing that's happening is um, Trump supporters. They are evil. They need to be. That's what these people think. They are the worst of the worst. And um, big news article out. There was this LA Times article on, by Virginia Heffernan. And she was talking. She had a whole article about that she has a pandemic ex escape house somewhere in uh, upstate New York or something, somewhere. And uh, people are already like, oh, you have a second house, how nice. But apparently her neighbors are plowing the driveway without ask without her asking for it. And, it's, and they do a great job and it's really nice. But they also love Trump. So how do you deal with them? So she has this whole article about this aggressive niceness of her neighbors. 
And she says, well, I owe them on some level thanks, but it's he did a really good job and he's my neighbor, but he still supported Trump. And then she's talking about all these other people that do nice things without asking for it, even about Hezbollah and um, even some Nazism. Is, is, um, she's bringing that up. And she says, so I should say thank you, but I'm just going to give him a wave and I'm going to give him um, an invitation to make amends so they have to... Uh, they can apologize for Trump's behavior. So I'm going to be the nice person to give them a chance to. That's what I get from the article. Uh, we should work shoulder to shoulder to repair the damage of the last four years. So um, she's saying, I'm giving you a chance now to come to my side. And that's me being a nice person. So some people are always like, you sound like such an idiot. You are so rude, and your neighbor should never plow your uh, driveway again. So, so in summary, the the line between woke and whack is really thin. Sorry, what did you say? The line between woke and whack <laughs> is really thin. Yes, but it's just this woman. That's what I'm trying to say. You have to understand that the people that believe these things, these professors, these senators, these representatives on TV that talk this way, I first thought they were only doing it, and there are a few of them that do it to incite a reaction and to, you know, do something that that you start, you know, come to their side. But, but if you check the article, the first thing that comes to mind is that that's one heck of a driveway, and the second thing is that she, if she writes these kind of articles for the LA Times, she is severely overpaid. <laughs> it's a pretty nice house. No, I don't, I don't know if that's her house. I think it's mm. maybe just a stock photo. I hope so. But otherwise, um, Greg Gutfeld had a nice video on it. He said, either you know that you're, either it's a made-up story, um, just to show how good of a person you are to reach out to the other side, or it's real, and you know your um, neighbor is gonna be, you know, will find out you said this, and then maybe we should hear their side of the story. Um, because do they know that their neighbor talks and thinks that way about them? Because for a lot of people in America, just plowing the, the driveway, it's just a nice thing you do for your neighbors. And she's talking about that in the city, you don't even do that. But our neighbors do. It's just how much you are involved with your neighborhood and your community. It's a, it's a thing you do. It's just um, if you love your neighbors, you help your neighbors, and your neighbors are elderly, for instance, you want them to be safe. So you help them if they ask or if, they, if you know that they cannot do it, you do that. Um, but this is just being a, a good neighbor. Yeah. So sh maybe before questioning somebody else, she should question herself maybe a little bit more. And um, it's just being an American for a lot of people. That's what Americans do. They just are generous that way. That's how I see Americans. But we have seen that there's a generation that of wokeness that think a different way, and um, it's a really sad situation that um that you know i first thought that these people do this on purpose to just get a certain thought 
thing out. But I really think there are people out there that, because I experienced them myself too, that are like this. And I see them also on my Facebook sometimes that they're also watching this impeachment. We all know that Trump is going to be acquitted unless some crazy thing like what happens during January 6th happens with uh, senators changing their minds. But you need 17 Republican senators to do that. And um, I don't know if they're going to do it. So because their constituents will be furious if they do. Um, so it's not going to go anywhere. But they are so angry and mad. And I'm like, if you hate him so much, don't you understand that the more you talk about him, the more powerful he becomes. You need to focus on other things. Go to your Joe Biden. Talk to your Joe Biden. Talk about how great he is how decent he is, a new president in the White House, finally some decency. Um, yeah, we have dogs in the White House. I'm always about positive and talking about positive things. So if you follow my Instagram, for instance, um, when I share an article, I'm either trying to, it's a funny thing, or it is um, trying to be showing reality, or it's a positive thing of a positive person, because we can be the change in the future of a positive future. And if you if you think he's the worst of the worst, why do you spend so much time about talking about the worst of the worst? This is bad energy for you. It can make you ill. It's bad energy for everybody else. You're making him more po powerful. But it's also some neighbors here that the reaction they have towards Trump is so emotionally bad that we didn't go into war America's pretty great over those four years, but still they feel like they would still say that even if Joe Biden totally demolishes all of the city and uh, what's uh, the Blasio, well, he did a pretty good job at that, but they would still feel like Trump is the worst, even though they, they don't see what is actually happening, the people that are really in charge that are ruining things. And um, so even if they are in war, and if Biden would do that or someone else, they would still think Trump is the worst. It's I don't know what it is, but somewhere they are influenced in such a way that they cannot just step back and be like, I'm going to focus only on good things. They are so consumed by this hatred. I have never seen something like that. I've never been. I mean, I don't like Joe Biden, but. I don't need to go to this uh, group to cry and be upset and uh, no judgment zone. No, I'm just continuing my life. And that's what a lot of Americans do that could vote. For me, I just live here. I have to accept the situation as it is. If I eventually become American, I can vote. But I just, uh, you know, I feel more uh, like the lifestyle, the American lifestyle that, that these um uh, patriots want but now they want to make the name the word patriot like it's a bad thing they also say that all these patriots they all incited this violence i talked in my previous video about these crazy unconstitutional unlawful things that are happening with banks going through records of clients because they thought that they were at this meeting people that were just there at this rally and then went home they were canceled by their um record label it's very extreme what's happening and it's very very weird um and um i kind of want to understand them more so i'm still talking to them and trying to get a conversation for instance i had a conversation about um you know this one person that was very much 
Trump, Trump, Trump. Impeachment. Oh, it's the worst, the worst, the worst. Okay. I know this person has been hating Trump since forever. So I said, he's going to be acquitted again. No, he didn't. He wasn't acquitted last time. So I sent a New York Times article because the best thing is to actually send an article that is within their own thought process, thought world, world of thoughts, which is New York Times. And it says Trump was acquitted. Yeah, no, the New York Times is wrong. It's not acquitted. It's um, he wasn't convicted. Okay, but that's acquitted when you are uh, found no not guilty of any of any crime, then you are acquitted. So he was acquitted. Yeah, but he's still impeached. I'm like, yeah, that's what the House does, and they can do whatever. But in the end, the Senate decides if it's if it's a crime or not, and they acquitted him. So yeah, but but he's still a bad man. Okay, whatever. So it's just um, it's just this this constant struggle. It's a uh, thing of ideology you can block every well if everybody if someone's being rude to me and like very you know uh calling names stuff i block them right away because i don't need that negativity but if it's just people that are talking about the process you can start to have a conversation because i also want to know where they're coming from what are their sources what are they looking at but i notice also that the people that have been looking at everything from beginning to end and not listening to their the democrats or republicans but just Trump from beginning to end, they have a different opinion. Why is that? So I hope that um, Trump is starting his own network. I think it would be great. Th- I think that's also what the Democrats are wor- worried about. Um, that's what they come across. They are so panicked and they also have this whole theater in Senate right now. And they don't understand that this is only making Trump more powerful, more meaningful, um, they should have just gone on with Joe Biden and never mentioned Trump again. Then they would have had a chance that this would, you know, die down. But because they're attacking him now, this the movement will be stronger. It's just how it works. And maybe they're afraid that he's going to run again. And even if he doesn't run, that he will be so powerful as uh, from Mar-a-Lago, just tweeting things or saying things that, that they feel that... Um, it's such a powerful force within their own country that they don't want that. They don't need that. And also it's a, a way, I think, to show that if you ever go against a deep state and the people that are, you know, above everything are in charge, that you don't have a life, you will be portrayed as a dictator. Your life is ended. You always have to watch your back. That's also what I think they want to do. Um Yes, I saw that, that uh, yeah, Trump is not going to be on Twitter anymore. But also, the one thing that happened this week was the Super Bowl. And Tom Brady won. Tom Brady is a really good friend with Trump, and he didn't dare to talk about it anymore. But in 2015, he supported him. He had a Make America Great Again hat in his locker. Um, he was playing against uh, Mahomes from the... Was it the... They're changing their names. Are you still allowed to say Chiefs? But um, so Tom Brady won in, in uh, his home stadium. Then people were like, yeah, he could have used this platform. He's not wearing a mask. And then someone else was said, someone else said, well, he's using his platform. He's not wearing a mask on purpose because he's healthy. He's on his own turf and he's not wearing a mask. Because in Florida, people are living their lives pretty normally. And I'm very jealous when I see it there. It's first of all, nice weather and everybody's having a good time. And 
they have still Corona is still there, but people are living their lives. And I think Florida is an example for others. So in case president Trump doesn't run, they're thinking that Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida would have a good chance, but I think he should stay the f- governor of Florida for a little bit because he's doing a good job. But going back to Tom Brady, he's had a lot of, um, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, not even the halftime show because they even said it was, some were saying there was satanic, but, um, it's just that all these musicians, it's just, you know, when you, we've seen now that it's such a left-leaning, one ideology group of people that I don't even want to spend my time looking at it. I'm focused more on these emerging artists that are having their own voice, and that's my choice. Other people can look at it, fine, but I don't. And the only thing I was interested in is that Tom Brady and Mahomes, they both have uh, pit bulls. So they have a good choice dog-wise. They probably rescued them, and uh, I love them for it. But Brady won. And then some people said that it was racist because he is white, obviously. And, um, yeah, Mahomes is, I think, I don't know what his ethnicity is, but he uh, is a mix, I think. And, uh, well, you can also say that it's, uh, if you are against Brady, that it's elder abuse because he's already 43 years old, which is, uh, you know, it's amazing that he can still do it. I wonder how long he's going to continue. Um, and also that's the thing, you know, there, there is something to say. He has a history where he, there was something with deflated footballs that happened under his watch and, um, but he got back from that. So I'm also thinking if you make... So he has a little bit of Democrat inside of him. I don't know, but it's it's a story and it means that he wasn't cancelled forever and he got a second chance. So that's also something I believe that people should get second chances if they have shown remorse. And that's also what you don't see with uh, Democrats. They do not do that and even some republicans you see that the marjorie taylor green she apologized for things she believed a few years ago she said i don't believe it anymore um i learned from it this is the new future and she's not allowed she was dismissed from the oh i see now there uh now okay yeah um she was dismissed and she is not allowed to be on committees anymore so it's this cancel culture that's going on is like if you make one mistake or if you made a mistake in the past, you are going to be canceled forever. Unless you're a Tom Brady, because then you have to be a super superstar. Then some people are trying to cancel you, but in the end results count. So you can you're, can be forgiven if you support Trump and if you had an issue like with those footballs in the past. Um, but you have to be almost, you know super super good at something or perfect in life which not many people are it's um yeah i think it's a very unfair situation it's a slippery slope the moment you start attacking people like that and people are people nobody's perfect don't be a hypocrite you're not perfect either so they're basically making it impossible to develop your character because you need to make mistakes throughout life but now if you make a mistake you're done immediately it's, it's so what there there will be no progress whatsoever only cancellation yeah but it's weird because yes when you think different the wrong things and you've said things that you don't believe right now but are not criminal but just your freedom of speech then you're canceled 
But on the other side, the criminals that actually committed violence and crimes, they need a second chance right away. They go in and out of jail. They, like Kamala, Kamala Harris, she paid for um, um, bail for these uh, rioters, people that committed crimes. Um, you know, it's weird how that's such a double standard on that subject. It's, I don't know. But the thing is, even myself, I used to always... Um, I'm trying, I think I have the same mind and I see all these, these games are being played, but if you see it continuously, it affects you. You're like, how is it possible that people think this way and are like this? But I think if you're inside that whole, in their heads or in that whole world, it's the only thing they're allowed to think. So they're, they won't even question themselves that there's maybe another way to look at it. And that's why it's interesting. If you go to courts and there's a crime committed, you always have two sides to the story. They talk how they view the case, and then the judge says, okay, I believe this is what happened. And that's how it works in the criminal court, but in just in society, in uh, public... What was it? Public, not public... Um, what was the word that the public uh, arena or what? Yeah, I don't know what you're. No, last time Will uh, Wynn said that about what it was. It wasn't the public domain, but it was the public arena. eye. Oh, public the public. If you're in the public eye. Yeah, or public arena. It's both. It depends Whatever. On your if you're in sentence. the public, you in the public arena, you are um, convicted right away, and there's no way to redeem yourself. You're cancelled for life. And it doesn't even happen in criminal court like that. But it's not only in America. I see that in the Netherlands as well. The you know Netherlands they do it with the tax authorities that they say you are wrong, and there's no way to prove that you're actually innocent. But because they already say yo no you're a criminal, so it's um, all over the world. There's this cultural thing happening, especially the Western world, and. What I notice is that I've traveled the world and other countries, every country has issues. But what I notice, most countries, they at least love their own culture and their own, their own culture. And in America, you have to be everything that the Americans love and also that the people in the Netherlands or Europe, all the traditions, everything they love has to be challenged, questioned, canceled, um, Things that we found normal that was the basis of America, which is, for instance, America, fa American family, American beliefs, conservative beliefs. Everything has to be questions, even maybe more Christian beliefs. It's uh, that they change, for instance, uh, Merry Christmas to Happy Holidays, and then Trump changed it back to Merry Christmas. It's very interesting. So the I cancel culture is turning into cancer culture. It's a big mass that keeps on growing and pushing people out. Yeah, and... We it need doesn't to have any good aspect to it. No, and we need to be the chemotherapy to it. So we have to be smart and, and, and to stop this cancel culture. It's not normal. We're all trying to make a living and we have to accept that other people think differently and you should be happy that they can make a living and do their own thing. If you don't like them, don't watch them, don't support them and support other people that you do believe. But why are we okay with that? And the other side is not. The other side is really like, we need to eradicate this. We need to eradicate these people. Nobody can support Trump. 
It's even if you wear a red hat. From the beginning on, they demonized it. It's not, you're not allowed to wear this hat. It's people get, become aggressive. It's a problem with that person that becomes aggressive, not with the person that wears it. Also, the people that I've seen wearing it here, even in New York, are black people. So, only people we saw with a Trump hat in New York Whoa, were black people. That's insane. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, what I'm also going to say is it's President's Day on Monday and there's going to be a rally or a not a protest, but just a celebration of President Trump in New York City uh, around Gracie's Mansion where the mayor lives. So if we can, we're going to check it out and um, see what is going on there because, yeah... I hope that they can peacefully and patriotically mar march to the mayor's office or mayor's house. But maybe a few people come up. I think they are um, very courageous if when they do that because, um, yeah, you have crazy people here. That's probably also why it's only a couple of blocks and it's not a, a long march like the, the parades you have here. It's a really short walk. But I know that the police will protect them because the police is all pro-Trump and against the mayor. So um, if we can, we'll go there. And it's, uh, yeah, just if you can watch some, it's going to be hours and hours and hours. So do it whenever you have time. You're not watching my live stream, of course. But um, watch what all these people are saying from beginning to end. You need to hear the whole story. And yes, the lawyers but of Trump... But only if you want to get your day ruined, because it's kind yeah, of ridiculous. Yeah, and yesterday I'm saying the Trump lawyers weren't the greatest. I was. They were talking about things that I was like, what has does this have to do with the case? But maybe that was their tactic to totally not even talk about the, the what was going on. And it's possible... They can all both have like eight hours of speaking and it's only f in total eight hours a day. Uh, they already have Sunday plans at 2 p.m. U.S. time to e uh, ET Eastern time to have more. I, I think the, those uh, the, his lawyers see it right because it's more it's more about facts than fabrication. And today was a lot of fabrication because at one point, I was even a little bit on the fence. Like, okay, he did the speech, and did that rile up people? Or uh, did those people act... Uh, independently? Uh, yeah, independently. And and uh, I, I was on the fence, but today they showed some video clips, and he, I think he was he didn't do anything wrong, actually. Even with... And, and I was especially on the fence with uh, Mike Pence, because Mike Pence said... Uh, he wrote that entire letter. Um, when that was that? Just before the January 6th uh, discussion of the electoral votes in the Senate, right? Yeah, before he had to ratify the yeah. votes, basically. So he wrote the letter to explain why he couldn't uh, do what Trump asked him to do. It, th and that was uh, not ratify it and... Object? Was yeah. That? So... Um, I, I found that very plausible, but they kept replaying Trump's uh, Trump's stance on that, and that was actually way more plausible because uh, everything is based on case law. They look at cases from the past to see how they have to rule on certain cases 
based on playing the, now. Based on the constitution. Yeah, but uh, th- there is no case like this. And that's that's literally what Trump called for. There nothing like this ever happened. So we have to do something that never happened. And that's that's how law how the law works. One has you have to be to the test first. the law. Yeah, one has to be the it's first. Illegal, you're allowed to test the law. Sorry to interrupt. That's okay. It's uh, so one has to be the first. Um, yeah, they d- they did it with it's, but it's it's actually the same with the impeachment because uh, I think it, no one ever tried to impeach a president that wasn't a sitting president anymore, but they did try it with either a lawyer or a mayor. I'm not sure. They did try to impeach somebody who was out of office already. But they never did it with the president. So there's no case law. So they are also allowed to test the law. Yeah. I don't think it'll hold, but still. Yeah, and then again, uh, the coming weeks we'll hear more about the election and the mail-in voting and all that. So there, it, it's not, this is situation is not done. And I think this is also the Democrats, they don't like this. So, um and some Republicans, because we also see exactly where some Republicans are standing there. For instance, Collins, she voted for constitutional, uh, Mitt Romney, of course. But Lindsey Graham already said this is, you know, it's not going to go anywhere. Even Mitch McConnell voted uh, that it was unconstitutional. So um, sometimes you have to be the first. I have that with my case. I'm the first person to kind of bring to uh, my situation and what happened to my horse to the forefront. It's a training method. They trained my horse a certain way, which damaged him for life. Nobody dared to bring it to court. I did. It took me seven years. We are very much, uh, very far in the process. But you have to bring, if you dare, if you have courage, you bring things to court. And that's, I think, what Trump meant with courage. You have to dare to speak out and be the first to set a standard and um that's why it's sad that many courts didn't dare to look at evidence didn't want to deal with it they don't want this is such a big thing you know uh election such a big thing they don't want they and that's what mike pence they did he didn't want to be that person so it's not a fact if it's constitutional or not it's someone has to um you can you only know if something constitutional if it's being challenged or not. So in a way, I'm okay with um, hearing all this evidence and the Senate continuing this because we already kind of know the outcome. But it's just I think it helps Trump in the end. And uh, I don't know they don't see it that way. They think that if you keep co- because it worked in the past because there wasn't social media, people weren't informed another way. So this is something that we can be so blessed that we are in a, in a time where yes they can shut off um twitter's uh, people can be uh, canceled on twitter but so the whole internet is an open source so you can find it's not open source sorry dick but it's a it's a it's an open network you can find other websites and you can find other places it, it isn't like that for a long time already because it, if you uh Get a subscription on the podcast, The Darknet Diaries, and listen to what the UK is doing to their citizens, what the NSA is doing to their citizens. The, it's it's nothing different than what China is doing. The only thing China is doing in addition to it is being a little bit more active in shutting people down. But they, if, if you do something that government doesn't like, trust me, they will shut you down. They They know a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, but still, people can find still. We're lucky that we still can find information in other areas. But before, there was only propaganda from the governments and the news, certain news outlets. And that's what people would hear. And they would take it as a truth. But now there's more local people that say, hey, we were there ourselves. This is what we saw. So that's something to be happy about that that's happening. I don't see any questions yet that are urgent on the super chats. Um what else? Oh, I want to thank my new patron on Patreon. Um, I have five now, so they're getting all exclusive content, which is great. And um, weird stuff. Oh, it's not. It's decent conservative stuff, but interesting stories. There was an interesting story from the uh, ex UFC fighter Paige Van Zandt. She got all kinds of requests to go on on uh, what what's the website again? Only fans. Only fans, and she got money for everything. She was like, what the hell are those people asking? It was very good to see that there are still sane people out there who don't, don't engage in modern-day prostitution just for a quick buck. On that note, there's a new documentary out or will be out soon about OnlyFans. So that is something I'm interesting to see. I saw a friend of mine on Instagram repost it, so I'm definitely going to watch that one. Um, yeah, it's just... Watch everything, just record pictures, stories, support each other. I think that's what we can do these days. Just be there for each other. Try not to go crazy. Speak out by wearing a cancel cancel culture t-shirt or sweater. Yes, it's I, it's funny because in America they totally get it because here it's really about the cancel canceling people. In the Netherlands, it's more right now about the lockdown. So I have uh, some people from the Netherlands that are... Uh, but I'm telling you, what is happening in America is going to happen. It's already happening in the Netherlands, but you know, uh, with certain traditions, is being cancelled and there's nothing you can do. But whatever trend is happening in America will come to the Netherlands and Europe. And I see someone that was saying that in France, they already warned for the ideology... Um, the the ideology of Americans that it's coming to Europe, and I think that was uh, what Macron was saying that it was very uh, dangerous. They dislike the patriotism. Yeah, but it's weird because <laughs> that's something that unites a country. Yeah, but it's they. Everything that's happening, they are making it sound like it's the opposite. And that's what's so, what I've been following for four or five years since Trump was in office, that everything they say Trump is doing, they're doing themselves. And it's just an interesting, yeah, it's shocking, but where is this going? I just noticed many more people are like, I normally wouldn't run for office. I normally wouldn't campaign. I normally wouldn't care about politics, but this is... They've gone too far now to cancel people and to talk to people a certain way, to go after my leader, Trump, um, that there's much more activism that we can expect. And not in a way like... Because um, with the conservative people in America, if you don't bother them, they won't bother you. So just don't attack them and you won't have any issue. But they are strong people that will stand their grounds and will defend their own uh, people and their own houses. And all the areas where a lot of conservatives li live, I believe that those areas are also, they're very nice to each other. They are very supportive communities. 
Um, that's what I like. So uh, hopefully when we move from here, so as long as we're in New York City, we're going to tell you exactly what's happening here because a lot is happening here. But when we move, I hope to find like a more American traditional neighborhood where people can just be themselves and love the country. And Those neighborhoods don't feel all that fancy, but they feel more stable because everybody in the neighborhood or in the in the community contributes because they are they do stuff that adds value to the community just like a mechanic a bike repair shop a bakery a butcher stuff that really adds value and not the bullshit trading air stuff that's going on in the bigger cities yes and they plow your driveway which is nice they all do that together and that's i think where you a civilized neighbor, a nice neighbor does that. And um, it's just crazy. So, yeah, that was it for today. I don't see any questions or anything. Um, like, subscribe. I hope to do another live stream on Saturday. And a Sunday is a Dutch one. I have in my Amazon wish list a few items. I know there are some expensive things, but if you support me either through PayPal or through Super Chat or stickers, or I'm going to purchase, you know, everything I'm uh, getting from you, the, the, the support, I'm investing in better things so I can make more videos. And uh, I have some interviews also lined up. So I, in the future, so... I want to make my studio better. I have one light I want to add. I need a better chair. I have this antique chair that I'm sitting on. And I'm basically sitting on a towel. So I want to... I have a little little seat, a little chair, little stool that I, um, I, I w- would like. And some other things. So it's more diverse surprise-wise. So if anybody wants to support me, that's where you can go. Um, yeah, my patrons. My patrons, I support you. I love you for supporting me. Um, also the people that keep watching and talking to each other, keep doing that. It's, you know, these live streams and these, these conversations is just what keeps everything going and we just need to be there for each other. So that's why I try to be regularly here for you guys and explain what we see on TV and in the streets. Thank you so much. Like subscribe and see you later guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.